Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stuff Podcast Network. Welcome to Motherfuck Lore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words, words from Ireland, and in our current run, place names. I am Derek O'Shea. And I'm Pat Arquivonic. Garajin couldn't be here with them today, but she sends her good wishes to you all. Um, how are you getting on, Pat? Stay out yeah. of trouble? I, I am, yeah. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. No goes. No <laughs> I do indeed. We've been getting some great feedback on our recent Place Names episodes. In fact, here is a message from a listener. Hello there. It seems your answering machine is turned off, so I'm sending a display uh, a registered file. So, my talk then also on Isan and Dom, Malachi Osovan is here, and um, I was listening to one about Place Names, and my favourite place name is Docky in County Dublin. Uh, well known for its uh, very rich um, inhabitants, although needless to say, all of the inhabitants aren't rich. Anyway, the thing about it is that uh, Doki apparently is a Viking name or a Norse name, uh, but what it means, I'm not quite sure. You'd have to look it up. Anyway, it has nothing to do with the Irish, which is Delginish, which is my point in contacting you. Delig is a thorn, you know, like on a rose bush. And Inish, obviously, is Ireland. Um, so the interesting thing is that if you look from above, the island looks like a thorn. That is, it's thick at one end and it thins out on the other end. So it's like a thorn shape. But the other interesting thing is the island itself and all the surrounding area is covered in brambles or thorns. Um, you know, blackberries, like frockens. So you can collect frockens, but you end up with your hands torn apart by the brambles. So that's it. Deliganish, Thorn Island, and an island of thorns. Ciao. Bye-bye. Good luck. Talky. Who knew? Yeah. I mean, look, I think it's a, it's a great spot. Matt Damon loves it, doesn't he? Apparently so. He, <laughs> he keeps getting stuck there. <laughs> yeah, but Deliganish. Yeah. Um, look, absolutely brilliant. Keep them coming in. We always want to hear what your favourite place name is or what does the place where you grew up mean? Uh, what do you think it means? Do you know what it means? Do you want us to find out what it means? Because I'm really good at Googling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we know the people who know the people who know the stuff. And and yes, and we are, of course, always delighted to be um, to 
recommend logalum.eu to anyone who is interested in these things. But today, you, and Patrick, you mentioned that recently there was ups and downs. You were yeah, there was, ups there, was and downs. An, there was an attempted segue, but I forgot, <laughs> that we'd, I forgot that we'd have to, you know, do some housekeeping beforehand. But yeah, housekeeping people. Yes, speaking of ups and downs, um, there's some place names in Ireland. Some place names have a sleeve in them. Or they're up your, there's places up your, up your sleeve, and then there's places <laughs> where, you, where you might take a knock. <laughs> up your sleeve, you might take a knock. This is terrible. I quit. These are terrible. Well, <laughs> you say this every episode, and you yeah. keep crawling back. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm a sucker for punishment. It's the masochist yeah. in me. It's terrible. Terrible business altogether. But today, we, we thought, well, do, often if, if an area has a sleeve or a knock, it, people notice it, and it tends to worm its way into the place name because, you know, where does Patter live? That place with the mountain or that place with the hill? Yeah. It's prominent, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's prominent and it's something that predates the likes of, of Balia or, or Cahar or, you know, anything like that. But, like, yeah, absolutely, if you live in a place that has a glan mm-hmm. or a glown, um, it's very evident that you live between two mountains. And if you live in a place called Canuck something or Schlieve something, it's very evident that you live upon one of those mountains or hills uh, because Canuck means a hill and Schlieve means a mountain. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's really self-evident. These are the ones where we don't really need to go too deep into the mystery of why these places are called what they are on the Schlieve or the Canuck side. And the real fun comes on, on the other side. Like, why is why is Schlieve Naman called Schlieve Naman? Yeah. Uh, which which women were these? Well, yeah, what, why is Schlieve Naman called Schlieve Naman? What, what were they doing up that mountain? Were they unaccompanied? <laughs> Were they inadequately chaperoned? We ask <laughs> as two men on on a, on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, the um, yeah. So, Schlieve uh, <laughs> Naman uh, is huge throwbacks in 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 mythology. Um, uh, once upon a time, it was it was uh, known as Schlieve uh, Naman Vion, uh, Mountain of the Fair Women. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also local folk etymology that from a, cer- from a certain distance or from the right angle, the hill resembles a woman lying on her back. But that is, that's, that's nonsense. Like we are, we, we're not, we're not averse to naming place names that look like parts of women. Like there mm-hmm. are, there are two mountains uh, near Killarney uh, that are known in English as, as the Pops of Anu um, and mm-hmm. in Irish as Andá Chíach Anan. The, and that basically mm-hmm. means the, the, the breasts of Anu. Uh, 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 you know, so Anu or Danu, as she's also known, was the mother of the gods of Ireland. And uh, there are two rather shapely hills uh, outside Killarney. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, look, they're called the Paps, like the Paps East and the Paps West. And that's only a stone throw from the Baps, which which is, you know. Yeah, Annie's just doing her thing. Leave her alone. You yeah, know? Exactly. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's not. The, it's not the worst. Like, there's mm-hmm. a mountain. Um, there's a mountain in the Sperrins, the highest mountain in the Sperrins, uh, and uh, it's um, it's the highest mountain in the six counties of Northern Ireland outside of the Mourns, mm-hmm. and it's called Sewell, S A W E L. But that's that's kind of short for um, the Irish version, which is Sewell Fitta Mave. Uh, which now Sowell means likeness, so it's likeness mountain. But mm. the full Irish name is Sowell Fitte Mave, uh, oh, which, which means um, the likeness of Maeve's vulva. So, given given that we had no problem naming a mountain after a woman's genitalia or breasts, 
uh, I don't think we're going to call something Schlievenemann because from a certain angle, it looks like it might be a woman if you look in a certain way. But look, in mythology, one of the burial cairns up in Schlievenemann is supposed to be um, uh, where Bov Yaruk, the, the goddess um, of the Dauda, uh, lives, uh, and Saiv, uh, Bov's daughter, um uh, was was Fionn's first wife, the mother of of Oshin. Mm. Um So I mean, look, there were loads of loads of of, of uh, fair folk associated with uh, with Schlievenemann, the good people. It was in and around that area as well um, that Fionn learned his trade. Fionn uh, McCool of Athena learned yeah. his trade from two kick-ass women, uh, Bommel and um, and uh, Leah Lucra nearly forgot her name there. So look, there were hundreds of women associated with leaving them on down the years and it, it rubbed off. I think that's mm-hmm. great. We've loads of place names named after men. That's true. We're not that's have them on. And this shame is just named after all them women. They all have to share a, a, a <laughs> they mountain. All, <laughs> they, all share, each. they all have to share one mountain with a, a, a rather midland elevation and prominence. Like, you know, 721 metres. It's not bad. Like, it's not the smallest mm-hmm. mountain. Um, yeah. But it's not even the biggest in Leinster. Well, we know what the biggest mountain is. Down Kerry? Yeah, we know what the biggest mountain in the country is. It's uh, Curran Tuhill. Curran Tuhill. And what, is, and what does that mean, Pater? It means Tuhill's Sickle, uh, which is weird to me. Like, it's a cool name. It's a cool name uh, by far. Like, Tuhill's Sickle. Mm. It's, it's kick-ass. But um, I don't know from what angle it looks like a sickle. But still, very cool. Uh, and it is in Nakruja uh, uh, meaning the, the the black stacks, but known more usually in English as uh, McGillicuddy's Reeks, mm-hmm. which for some reason people find a hilarious name. It's one of those things like Harold's Cross, like who's Harold and why is he cross? And who's McGillicuddy and why is he weak? <laughs> well, I don't know exactly who Harold was, <laughs> but I know who McGillicuddy was. So uh, Mach Gilla Machua, um, same Machua, I imagine, that built a round tower uh, in my town and in Garadine's town. Um, and uh, yeah, so Mach Gilla Machua would have been uh, a, a local chieftain. Uh, related to the the McCarthy uh, the McCarthy Moor sept down in Munster, um, I think they still have a chief of the name the McGillicuddy's. Mm. They're very they're very proud of their um, clan tradition, so they still have a chief of the name who's known as the McGillicuddy of the Reeks. Um, and yeah, Reeks is just an old English word that means stacks. So at some point when after the Cromwellian plantations, the McGillicuddy's got their land back. And uh, the mountain rage was translated from Nakruchadova, which was the black stacks, to McGillicuddy's reeks, which was McGillicuddy's stacks. Uh, so he doesn't reek, um, and we should not, we should not mock the McGillicuddy's because they have uh, lovely mountains. Um, some of the highest in the country, in fact, are, are down there. I think, I think something like the top four or five mountains in the country are, are all in in uh, the McGillicuddy's reeks. And this is this is a thing in that we have in Kerry you have a lot of sleeve based place names, but there's some counties that have no sleeve places at all. Yeah, well, some counties have no mountains at all. They've a boring topography. Like I think Meath yeah, has my, none. Meath, none. West Meath and well, Meath. Hang on, Does we'll Meath check. Have Maybe, any? Let's have a look. You know, I think you're right. 
I think you're right. I think Meath is Meath, the county that looks a bit like one of the monks in Fatal Deviation. <laughs> it looks like it's, it's, it looks like it's wearing a robe and a, or a little bit like a ghost. Uh, has no mountains. There's just there's two sleeves just on, oh, past the border on each side. But no, yeah. it is quite right. And then Westmeath also is sleeveless. It's wearing a sleeveless, <laughs> sleeveless. vest. <laughs> Westmeath, the tank top of Ireland. It's completely sleeveless. Um, yeah, but like the, these are lowland counties, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not that Meath's entirely lowland. Like it's got the hill of Slane and the hill of Tara, and they're they've got a decent elevation, but like. You know, there's there's a bit of a difference between a Canuck and a Schlieve in the way that there's a difference between a hill and a mountain. Mm-hmm. Like a mountain has to have a certain elevation and probably more importantly, it has to have a bit of a bit of prominence. Like it has to stick out. A mountain has to have a peak. Yes. Um, like I know I, I, there's a place in Louth, uh, I know, that um, has all the elevation requirements to be a mountain, but it has no prominence because it's surrounded by bigger mountains, so it doesn't stick out at all. And there's a brilliant story associated with it um, about a local chieftain who who travelled uh, near and far looking for a bride, and eventually he found a bride in a far-off distant land, and he promised her he would take her to the top of a mountain, and all that she could see on all four sides would be hers. And she agreed to this and said, that sounds class, sure I'll marry you. Uh, and uh, he brought her up to this place up uh, in the Cooley Mountains and he put her on top of this peak and she looked around and all she could see was about 30 or 40 metres in any direction. There were mountains growing up on either side. So she basically had sweet F.A. land uh, and she died on the spot of embarrassment and mortification. And that place is known as the Long Woman's Grave. And you can actually go, yeah. Telling you, I'm not lying. There's a place mm. up there called the Long Woman's Grave, uh, and that's the story. And uh, yeah, I mean, imagine like scarlet for your granny for having your ma for having you that you would fall <laughs> for for that one. Mm. Like, uh, and there is a word we can use for like people who will pull a trick on you like that. I know the, exactly the word you mean. That's Schlieving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Which a, a mountain trickster. Um, more or less, yeah. Does like, it? Well, no, look, it means someone who's deceitful, right? Uh, and and, and Schlieving, look, I, look, there, there's contested etymologies, but uh, it's probably most likely that it comes from Schlieve, uh, some sort of a, a backhanded insult uh, to, to people from rural areas, kind of suggesting that anyone who comes down from the mountains is a bit of a trickster. Don't trust them as far as you can throw them. Um, mm. It's long since lost any associations with mountains. Like, you can be a Schlieving even if you, like me, come from from the big smoke and have nothing to do with mountains. Yes, indeed. It has evolved almost from its its sound like it's the fact that it sounds a little bit like sly or sleeve, you know, so it's it almost has a has a yeah, that's probably how it survived into the English that like it's it's hard like you can't have an onomatopoeic word about someone's personality, but that's close. I mean, yeah. Schlieving, if you had never heard that before, and I said, he, don't mind him, he's a proper Schlieving, you'd know exactly what I was saying. Exactly what I was saying. It it sounds untrustworthy uh, as a word. Like, not that you not that you trust words, but you know what I mean? You definitely wouldn't trust that word. Exactly. It's, it's, it has that kind of, that snaky sound. I remember what my father was referring to was just warning me about a certain Schlieving he knew. He said, look at him there, you know, always rubbing his hands together. 
<laughs> that's what sleeping's do. They're like, like praying mantises. Uh, at least you could see his hands, you know what yeah. I mean? He keeps his hands in sights, and I'm, 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 I'm all right with that, like, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, a few sleeves that are, are of interest to me, and we're going to go and account to our favourite nooks as well, but um, there's uh, out in, on the west, there is a sleeve alp, and I love the fact that it sounds a bit like it's an alpine mountain. But yeah, it s- sounds like it, but it's a bit of a, um, what do they call it in French, a faux ami, like a false mm-hmm. friend, um, because alp is actually the Irish for a lump. So mm-hmm. Schlieve Alp is um, the lumpy mountain, which is weird, because it's like as opposed to the the flat ones, uh, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think works, but uh, like the, I, I don't know if there's a Schlieve mean, uh, which would be the flat mountain, but yeah, the mountain of the lump or, or the lumpy mountain. Um Yep, and again, mountains look like lumps. So it's funny. I've always found the naming of mountains to be absolutely fascinating. Like it, down in down in Kerry, um, down in in for example on Ivrahak, where where the the Megillacuddy's reeks are, where Nakruach Dova are, there, there's Koran Tuhil, like the 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 sickle of of, of Tuhil. There's Knuchnapesh at the hill of the serpent. Oh. Um, you know, there, there's oh my God, there's so many of them. They're brilliant names up there. One of my favourites is on on Gun. The more the big gun. There's oh. Nakanava, the bones, um, Kaharnafania, the fort of the Fianna, uh, Bin Khairuk, the, the, the peak of the sheep. Uh, all of these brilliant names because they have so many mountains and you need to differentiate between them. But on Ackle, um, they have on Schlieve Moor, the, the big, big one, the big mountain. Yeah, big mountain. Uh, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, uh, uh, the big mountain uh, because yeah. on Ackle. It, it just, it sticks out like it's prominent. <laughs> you don't need to differentiate it from all the other mountains on Ackle. That's not something you're required to do when naming these places. Yeah, when you have a few, you can be a bit more adventurous in your names. Yeah, and we do, we, we do get, we get pretty, we get pretty adventurous uh, with our names um, on the, you know, when it comes to Irish mountains, they're just, uh, look, it's it's an absolute wealth of, of gorgeous, gorgeous place names that speak about um they speak about topology. They speak about um, our religious history. They speak about uh, our pre-religious history, right mm. back to our um, right back to our, our ancient Celtic, Gaelic druids. Uh, all of those boys. Um, it's class. Like I, I just love them. You know what I mean? As you go through it, like um, uh, like down in in another part of Kerry, um, in and around Schlieve Mish, there's uh, a very tall. Um, mountain, one of the tallest in Ireland, and, and it's Bartree Gaum. Now, in English, it's it's Bartigum, uh, but Askailge Bartree Gaum, the top of the three hollows, and it's like oh. that's like that's real, real Ronseal. But like then, when you go to like uh, other parts of Kerry, like there's uh, on Vangerta. Mangerton Mountain, right on Vangerton, just outside uh, Killarney. If you if you stay in a hotel in Killarney, they'll serve you Mangerton lamb, and it's like the most beautiful lamb you'll ever eat in your in your life. But it all comes from this mountain on Vangerton, the long-haired one. Oh, and you're like, where does that come from? That's that's absolutely class. And then down on Kirkagreena, there's um, uh, Bino Sky, the peak above the wind. Like that, that, that mountain that is so tall, it's actually up, it's over the wind. That's and if you've ever, if you've ever gone mountain climbing, there is, there is that point where you reach a, an area and you don't get it too often in Ireland because we don't have very, very high, 
uh, mountains, but you get to that point where you sort of gone up up a bit and the pressure sort of um, the air pressure just reduces a wee bit and the wind doesn't feel as 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 heavy in your face as as you climb. Uh, look, I fucking love it. Like it's above it's, the it's, wind. That's poetic. That's upgrade. That's Kerry again. Having having the ocean wide. It's just it's incredible. Like, I, look, I think they just oh, had so many, you, yeah. you put your, you, you, like, you know, we said it earlier, like, they, they, they have so many mountains uh, in Kerry that they had to be a lot more creative with their names than, than say, like, we did here in, in Dublin and Wicklow, in the Dublin-Wicklow Mountains, like, uh, Lugnaquilla, uh, the Hollow of the Wood. I'm like, all right, mm. I mean, that's a, that's a cool name, that's great, but you wouldn't want to have any more than two hollows or, or three woods to be dealing no. with. <laughs> exactly. But then there's, I mean, there's, so I, I mean... Uh, a few years back, I got married in Wicklow, uh, yeah, a beautiful county that I've, uh, I've, I've, I've I used to live in, and I had a happy season. So, in and I had many happy times in Wicklow, Wicklow where, Town. Where, where, did, where did you live in Wicklow? I live in Wicklow Town. In the Wicklow Town. Wicklow Town, indeed. Oh. And uh, we had we had some great times, but I got married just outside Enniskerry in Curdlestown. It's just a nice little little spot there. But in the background of our wedding photos, there's a very famous mountain. And in English, it has a distinctive name. It's called the Sugarloaf Mountain. Yeah. But on Skelga, it's got nothing to do with There's no Shukra there. No. No, no Shukra no. at all. It's on Khar. Or well, on, or, or, no, I mean, or, yeah, or O'Coolan. O'Coolan. Yeah, so I mean, O'Coolan would be would be the more common name associated mm. with the mountain. I, I know Onchur is Onchur um, is the name of the townland, uh, mm-hmm. the Lugana Maitul up there. Um, so if you were for some reason sending a letter uh, to the mountain and you didn't have its air code, uh, the address would be Onchur. Um, but O'Coolan is is what the mountain is known as. Certainly, what I would have known it as, uh, learning it in primary school, uh, and it's really prominent. And on a very clear day, you can see it from all parts of Dublin as well, because it, it sticks out. And yes, the Irish name is significantly older than the English name, because the Irish name predates the importation or the production of sugar mm-hmm. uh, in Ireland. Uh, and the the yeah, so sugar loaf used to be how sugar was sold. Before, before they invented granulated sugar, they they basically drip a sugary liquid onto a piece of parchment until it would form a little mountain, and yep. they'd let it dry, wrap it up, and sell it to you. You can still get a drink uh, at Christmas time in certain parts of of Germany. Uh, it's called Feuerzangenbowle. Uh, uh, what they do is they take a huge big sugar loaf uh, of, of of sugar, obviously, soak it in rum set it on fire and it all drips down into mulled wine. Um, so Feuerzangenbola is a fire tongs punch. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's unreal. Like it's absolutely class. Um, but they still use a sugar loaf for that. And yes, it looks absolutely like uh, that lovely mountain in Wicklow, the great sugar loaf, which is a real, again, that used to be a very common uh, name for a pointy mountain. But as, uh, yeah, but as mm. sugar loaves fell out of of uh, common usage, the name fell out of common parlance. It's it's held on to mm. its it's it's English loganum here. Uh, that it's held on to that, but I, I don't know too many other sugar loaves in these islands. Yeah, it's probably it's probably Wicklow. Uh, just that the the, the the local character of the area probably let let, let that to to stick in a bit more. But the um and. Do we know who who introduced the sugarloaf name? Was it was it Trevelyan? He had a bit of land there, didn't he? Did he? That bastard! Mm. No, I haven't got a I haven't got a clue. Like, but they still use um, pan de sucre 
in in France um, to to denote that that pointy sort of mountain, that typical the mountain you draw when you were uh, a chiseler. Um, mm. I don't know. I know Owen McNeil um, did a lot of research on place names uh, in and around the area, and uh, but he did a lot of work on O'Coolan. O'Coolan basically we we that refers to like uh, the kingdom or the petty kingdom that it's that it's in that area that covered South Dublin, North Wicklow, uh, which we still have, for example, in Coola GAA Club. Mm-hmm. Um, All Ireland hurling champions um, not too long ago, uh, a very, very prominent uh, Gaelic football and hurling club. Um, so yeah, it's it's just basically just means the 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 lump or the peak or the hill of uh, Kula, mm-hmm. uh, which was the which was the the the, the local kingdom, um, which makes a lot more sense than you know the Sugarloaf, I suppose. Indeed. Hello my friends and welcome to That's Banging with me, Marcus Solera and me, Chris Mellon a new podcast celebrating everything good from farm to plate ship to service and field and fork a celebration of everything tasty, fresh and excellent that's coming off our island at the moment as well as interviews with people who are shaping the best of the best of food and drink from around the country episodes are out fortnightly on the Headstuff Podcast Network so we've talked a bit about sleeves now and mountains how about, let's, what do you have a favourite hill in Ireland? Um. No, really. you don't. People don't, don't, really people don't feel do, strongly about hills. <laughs> hill 16. I, I look, hill 16, la la la. Um, <laughs> I'll go, look, I'll go with um, Knuck Tower Riga, the, the Hill of Tara, because mm-hmm. it, it is cool. Like, I mean, I give me the hard time and they deserve it most of the time. Yes. But Tara, Tara is pretty cool. It's pretty amazing up there. Yeah, that's pretty special, all right. But um, and in terms of Nook place names, if anyone's a stick out, I think I'm Nook Sadden, as for some reasons I popped into my head immediately. But there's a, there's a few other Nook Nooks around. C N O C, fun to say. Uh, Knuck, yeah. Knuck. Um, I mean that usually gets um, uh, translated into into Nook. Um, and of course, there's Knock in 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 Mayo, um, site of the the Holy Pilgrimages. Um, there's uh, the Knock Meal Down Mountains, um, in in Munster and the Waterford Tipperary border. I want to say, um, uh, Knock Weldownig, so Muldownies uh, Hills, but very modest because they're obviously mountains. Um, whoever Weldownig was, uh, they're very um. They were very, very uh, modest and humble about their the size of their mountains. Um, I mean, there's oh look at that in the Knockmill Downs. There's another uh, hill called uh, Sugarloaf Hill. Oh, that's would you believe handy. that? There you go. Yeah, yes. on the Tipperary Waterford border. Um, uh, it's Oscailge. It's Knock Nagluck. Uh, which <laughs> just sounds class, and it's great to say Knock Nagluck, the Hill of the Stones. Knock <laughs> Nagluck. You, if you're if some if there's a creep at your window, they might knock glass. <laughs> there's a knock glass in Kerry. Uh, there's there's yeah. a there's a knock glass meaning the green hill. Yeah. There's a knock boy meaning the uh, the yellow hill. Knock boy. Um. There's I mean look there's loads of them like you know mm-hmm. um, we have a, f- a lot more knicke uh, uh, you know knicke temple natira more hills than mountains because like a mountain has got to be. I, I think 500 metres at least in height yeah, to, least. To, to be categorised as an Irish mountain. And it needs to also have a prominence um, mm. of over 100 metres. So it needs to stick out. 
Um, and, and that qualifies it. So, interesting story. I say interesting. I think it's interesting. It's <laughs> probably not. So, there's a type of mountain, like a certain height criteria in Scotland called a Munro. It's yeah. named after a chap called Munro who did a lot of surveying of mountains. Um, and we we don't have that same uh, categorization here. But um, <laughs> basically, instead of Munros, uh, what we have is if something is half the size of a Munro, it's called a Marilyn. Um, oh, I get it now. That's yeah, 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 exactly. And deliberately chosen to um, hmm. to, to ec- echo uh, uh, a Munro. We only have, I think, five uh, mountains that would qualify as Munros in Ireland uh, they have to be over um, like 900 metres over 914 metres so that's that's pretty huge like um, and of course you know people are sensitive about whether or not a thing is a mountain have you ever seen that movie The Englishman that went up a hill but came down a mountain I remember seeing that at the time that was a Hugh Grant uh, it was the film yeah. that came out right after his um, his incident in the 90s oh yeah yeah the where he was with the sex worker Grace no, no, it was Divine Brown that was her name yeah, Divine Brown, yeah. Um, yeah, um, yes, so, look, it's a charming movie. It's it's lovely. It's about these English surveyors who go to a town in Wales to measure the height of their mountain, and then they sort of go, like, I've, I've got a bit of bad news, chaps. I'm afraid it's not technically a mountain. So the Welsh are not putting up with this shit, and they mm. decide to throw an extra few feet onto the top of it, uh, and they get their mountain. So people are very, very you know, sticky about that. So we've got our own categorization of, of mountain uh, in Ireland called an, an, an Ardoran, coming from Ardairn, which is the highest peak, I think, in County Leash. But basically, it's it's the characterisation of a mountain in Ireland and what qualifies something to be a mountain in Ireland. Uh, so an Ardairn has to be 500 metres in height and has to have a certain prominence, around about 100 feet, 30 metres or so. And that means that, you know, you can, you can have mountains in Ireland then and call them mountains and feel confident in saying that is a mountain or I'm going for a walk up the mountain. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know you're not you're not kidding yourself. Like it's not a hill, um, you know. And some some Kanuka are technically mountains because they reach this minimum criteria, uh, but very few Schleifte are actually only technically Kanuka, or very few mountains are only technically hills. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I've ha- I have often heard it said that like we only have. Um, one real mountain in Ireland because we only have one peak that's over uh, a thousand uh, metres and that's mm. Coran Tuchel obviously uh, but I mean that's setting your standards way too high yeah this like, is like when people, when people say have come up with weird definitions of a city when people say would mention certain places in Ireland that have a cathedral but don't meet their meet their what what they believe a city to be. The fact is, a city, you know, a city is kind of one of those things, you know it is, you know, you know what it's there when you see it. But if you actually ask someone to give a precise definition of what point in the town becomes a city, you will eventually fall on some technicality like a cathedral or a charter. Yeah, I mean, who cares? I mean, if you yeah, want to be cares? a city. Exactly. Like, I mean, I would have, looked to be honest you with you. You do YouTube. In the, in, <laughs> 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 Tum's not a city. Sorry, I'm not... <laughs> You do YouTube. <laughs> um, um, God, I'll, I'll, 
Um, well, they, no, look, Kilkenny, right? Kilkenny's a city. Kilkenny uh, wants to be a city. Kilkenny has uh, a royal charter. Like, it's literally the only time a Kilkenny man will listen to what the King of England has to say is when when he says, you're a city now. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, sound, fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah, you want to be a city, you can be a city. But, I mean, mountains... There's there's a definite there's a there's a minimum. We can be clear about that. Five hundred meters. So where between Schleves and Knocks Knocks, where would you find a bin? Ah, see, to be a bin, bin. or a ben, uh, yeah. bin or a ben, because they they get translated. It's it's bin in Irish, uh, b i n n, uh, and it means it means peak. Um, and yeah, so that gets translated into into ben or bin, uh, and then the plural of it as is nabana, and you get that in a lot of uh, place names like uh, nabana um, uh, nabana mora, um, and and of course most famously, uh, there's in in Galway there's the um, the twelve bands, um, twelve bands, yeah. And, <laughs> Yeah, the twelve bends are sometimes known as the the twelve pins, Nabana Biola, basically the peaks of of Biola. Um, like the they're they're called the twelve bends. Of course, there's twenty two of them, so this, we don't yeah. really know which twelve in particular are the twelve bends. Um, but there are twelve there, and like the the biggest one on Ban Vaughan, uh, on on Bin Vaughan, sorry Ben Bon, um, it's like seven hundred and twenty nine meters. It's it's quite it's quite tall. Um, but I mean, look, it's it's just the place is incredible. I don't like. I'm glad that there's more than twelve of them because mm-hmm. it's just one of the most beautiful places in the country. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. And yeah, perhaps have you for a lot of people the most famous Ben place name you think of in Ireland is Ben Bulban. In Schlego. Yeah, obviously. Bin because, because a certain Mr. Yates, a regular, a regular um, who regularly appears in this podcast, although we haven't given him his own episode yet, um, commemorated poetically. I don't and, think uh, we should, uh, I don't think we should give him his own episode, to be honest with you. We speak about him enough in this one. I'm, I'm inclined to try and, you know, reclaim Bin Goldman, um, take it away from Yates and give it back to, you know, uh, Dermot and, Dermot and Grania. Of the Fianna. I think it's where I think it's where Fionn ultimately engineered the death of uh, Dermot O'Divna. I think that's where they went hunting for the boar, wasn't it? Up on, on Ben Bulban. That does sound right sometimes and that's something Yates would have would have been interested in. Oh yeah, of course he was. He's always interested in that feckin' sort of mopey lost love nonsense. Oh, will you marry me? Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Like that <laughs> That crack. Oh Yates. Well No time for that crack. <laughs> <laughs> be, be off with you. Just climb a mountain. Just stop writing about Ben Bulban and climb it. Just, mm-hmm. And then when you sit on top, you can write about it because it is stunning, and it, and it would it would make you want to write about it. Yeah. What's your favourite mountain? My favourite mountain. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, yeah. I suppose I think um, I probably have a sentimental attachment to the Sugarloaf because I just made my, my wedding photos. But you know, I mean, I could. I could take take Belba, Ben Bulban as well. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, you don't forget it. You see it, you don't forget it. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it is. It's stunning. Like it's stunning. You you mm. when you, if you're driving into Sligo and you come sort of, 
you know, over the hill and, and it just hits you on a sunny day. It's mm-hmm. absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. It's amazing. I'm going to go with um, the highest mountain. Oh, no, sorry. It's not the highest mountain in Connacht because I remember I was gutted when I learned that it's not the highest mountain in Connacht. It's the second highest mountain in Connacht. Mm-hmm. Neffin. Neffin. Neffin in Mayo is a beautiful mountain. Just, it's so prominent. It's sort of, it's almost on its own it just it dominates the horizon it's absolutely gorgeous and I um, my dad would have spent a lot of his childhood in Mayo and I spent a lot of mine with my grandparents in Castlebar and mm. whenever we'd go for a drive you could see Neffin and you know my grandfather was adamant he was 100% certain that in, these were in the pre-Google days of course so you couldn't just check um, you know that it was the highest mountain in Connacht uh, and when he found out that Mwil Ray in Galway uh, was only like 8 metres higher Ooh. he was he was good at. He was good at. Like another thing, another thing Galway just took away from Mayo. <laughs> the bastards. So, well, um, did, did, did Nevin disrespect a funeral or something? <laughs> I don't know, but Nevin does mean uh, sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, and. You know, so I don't know. I don't know where it got its name. It's a beautiful name. It's absolutely fantastic. But uh, yeah, it means a sanctuary, like a holy place, uh, a sacred place, uh, and a and a, a sheltered uh, place. So uh, you know, Neffin's gorgeous. I think it's fantastic. Neffin, never, never, never disrespected. No, no funerals. Neffin for Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Neffin for Sam indeed. So, Patter, before we wrap up, is there anything? Uh, scale guy that's rocking your boat at the moment that you'd like to let our listeners know about oh uh, yeah so um monday st bridget's day law breeder uh imulk um i watched this amazing uh multimedia music show um made by uh oris cronon uh in clondalkin um uh damien mcgowan uh wrote the show wrote the lyrics with uh declan masterson and uh and alan doherty uh so local musicians all from the area um and it just it was absolutely gorgeous it's called breed sail so bridget uh life and heritage um or yeah and it's just i just thought it was absolutely gorgeous it was like um it was so weird to see new musical content created during the covid-19 restrict restrictions uh but it was so well done using video and and live music and i i really really enjoyed it, it was fantastic and and i hope that uh oris cronon will get to show the video and i think um you know if you want to check out oris cronon on facebook um they they might be able to upload it at some stage in the future but it was a yeah once in a lifetime live experience it was really enjoyable excellent well we'll look forward to hopefully them, them sharing that something that like that came across my twitter feed which i really enjoyed is there's um Artist based in Kerry, Sewell Owan. Like, like you know, you know the way someone often when 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 someone is called a Su- Sullivan, um, their nickname would be One Eye, or Cyclops, depending. But this was um, <laughs> depending on whether or not the bully has read the classics. <laughs> depending exactly, but um, this is a a rap askelga called Viva Lubernuch, uh, Sewell Owan again produced by Bantam, which some of you will be aware of. And I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's something that some of you might be interested, if you like this short clip, might be interested in checking out at Bandcamp. The link is in our show notes. Lefani gadden leni berhene gaili asagnashte imuskrashte gamvivam hi chodian lo chowihi berech kapen the course and build it ishkam mochori me. 
Tempel om att det här kunde man göra att det är det knappa Sun, snus, kui gommet och fär kui går det flik When the streets get in the still of a hit Rap bearer noticed that she is a tune Peel my ass so I come a place Gone like my callu a dear you suck the My vat on each of tear a stoke Are that right for the force Fagin' what these bull and bulk I'm wide of the heat And with the VMBO Stella what I As Paula Louis Malkahia Got my role Shana khain to rigger For the tea at the end of glow Time shim my khala Li has din wun ver wok So Until the next time a slant from me. I'll go slant, won't you? Do, 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 do. Thank you very much for listening to the episode. Motherfucker comes out every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you can't wait that long for your next podcast fix, check out some other Headstuff shows, such as The World According to Wikipedia. Thanks to Kirsten Shield for doing her art. Thanks to Brian for producing. You can contact the show by leaving a voice note in the WhatsApp number in our show notes. Well, that was deeply unfair. What am I supposed to say now? You've, you've, <laughs> you've, you've done all that. Yeah, what he said. Slan. Slan. Bye-bye. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Mountain of the Lump. Yeah, Alp is being a lump. You're a big lump, yeah. But that's some, 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 some stuff.